Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, and supporter for nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, and healthy living taken from my main podcast called The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my recipes, books, and free newsletter at thedoctorskitchen.com. There's a lot of confusion about what fasting is and what the differences are between intermittent fasting, alternate day fasting, uh, FMD, fasting mimicking diets. Could we do a little bit of a whistle-stop tour as to all the different types and which one you think uh, we should perhaps focus on? Yes, yes. So first of all, I always say, you know, fasting doesn't really mean anything. It's, It's very similar to eating. You know, you never say to somebody eating is good for you. Um, so fasting is the same way. So fasting can hurt you or can, can be, have tremendous, uh, beneficial effects. Um, and so the, the major different kinds are, um, the, uh, time-restricted eating, um, th- that we just discussed a second ago, uh, and time-restricted eating is about, uh, you know, how many hours a day you eat for. And, uh, and now, for example, in the United States, and I'm assuming in the UK is very similar, it's about 15 hours a day. So people eat for 15 hours a day. And I always suspected the reason, one of the reasons for that was this, this bad idea of eat five or six meals a day, right? So somebody came up with that one. And then people said, you know, to eat six meals a day, I need 16 hours. And, uh, and that's what they did, you know? So, so now if you go, um, you know, certainly I, I say the uh, 16 hours seems to be very effective. There's a number of studies on that. Um, and, uh, um, and they are good for, uh, sleeping, um, you know, improved sleeping, uh, and also improved metabolic markers. Uh, so the people that do, uh, 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of feeding, uh, they tend to lose weight and, and do, uh, much uh, better. Um, now I recommend 12 and not 16 because, uh, it, of course, 12 will make, it will make somebody, um, uh, it'll take much longer to have the same effects. Uh, but I like much more 12, A, because it's much more reasonable. So if you tell somebody, start eating at 8 a.m. and end by 8 p.m., I would say 90% of people can use that window and say, yeah, I can do that. I can do 7 a.m., 7 p.m., or 9 a.m., 9 p.m. You know, different people. Different. In Spain, it'll probably be 9 a.m., 9 p.m. In, uh, in the U.S., it might be 7, 7. 
Um, and then also the side effects, you know, so, you know, gallstone formation, if you go from uh, 10 hours of, of, of fasting to 16, 18 hours of fasting, it doubles and a, gall, a gallbladder operation. Um, and then if you look at the breakfast skippers, study after study after study shows that people that skip breakfast do worse, do worse for overall mortality, do worse for cardiovascular disease and potentially other diseases. So, uh, you know, in, in these discussions, um, of course, uh, you could say, well, skipping breakfast is not equivalent to 16 hours of fasting, uh, but I would say most people that do 16 hours skip breakfast, and that's probably the easiest way to do it. And, um, and so could there be other reasons why they have these problems? Yes, but uh, it's not good if you start already with a negative effect, right? You should, you should expect something that is positive or, or, or very positive. If you start saying uh, people skip breakfast, they tend to live shorter, uh, then, um, then it's, it's, it's not a good uh, risk to take. So yeah, 12 hours seems to be a very a good way to go. Then there's something called alternate day fasting. Eat one day, fast the other day, or eat one day normal, and then have a very low calorie on the other uh, day. Number of studies also very uh, promising. Um, I will argue uh, extremely difficult for probably 99% of the world population. Um, also, we don't know what the um, compliance long-term, I, I will assume for most people, long-term compliance is going to be very low. Uh, but some people could do it. Some people could benefit from it. So, you know, that's something, if it works for, for, for some people, and I would say probably my recommendation would be use it only for a while, for a couple of months, get to the where you need to get, and it may, it may be fairly beneficial, and then move to some other strategy that we're going to talk about in a sec. Then something uh, called 5-2, uh, uh, Michelle Harvey in, uh, uh, in, in the UK, uh, is one of the main scientists uh, looking at that. So two days a week of uh, fasting, um, and uh, and Michael Mosley made uh, made it popular, um, the BBC journalist, um, by doing two days a week that are not consecutive. In just two days, eat about uh, 500 calories. Uh, so that looks uh, very interesting. Um, and uh, you know, especially if the days are not consecutive, the risks are. Uh, fairly low. Um, there is some concern about uh, sleeping pattern, you know, the, the, the food intake and the sleeping go together. What happens when so frequently you go back and forth from eat, not eat, not eat, not eat, you know, every, every third day, essentially. That's one concern. The other concern that make me think, you know, having lived the, the, the Walford attempt, uh, which, you know, largely is a failed attempt in, in convincing people to do it. Um, so, Calorie restriction, eating 25% uh, less. Why didn't it work? Well, I think that more, the great majority of people are not made to follow anything that is very frequent, right? So if you tell somebody, uh, you know, you got to do something once in a while, yes, they could do it. If you tell somebody you got to do this every day, every third day, eventually most people will abandon it. If it's disrupting enough, right? It doesn't mean everybody's going to uh, abandon it. But I will say most people are going to abandon it. You know, I, I have a difficult time telling people, you know, eat, uh, drink one last coffee or, or you know, uh, drink one last drink. Um, so, so now if you say to somebody every third day, you got to have just breakfast. Uh, you see how, you know, if you thought about I, I always have this rule of 10 people I know, right? 
I, yeah. I say, let me take 10 people I know and, and, and think about it and then propose it to them. Right? So, so if I take 10 people I know and I say, would you be willing every third day to just have breakfast? I would say most of them wouldn't even respond to me. It's like, <laughs> why, why you even say this? You know, what, what kind of an idea is that? You know? uh, and this is not to put down the technique because I think, it can, again, can be very beneficial because somebody could be said, look, you know, you're 40 pounds overweight. Let's, let's use the five to, uh, to get you where you need to get. And then, you know, we'll come up with a different strategy for the rest of your life, you know, and, and it should you go back up, you know, then we, you can use it again. So, yeah, so it could be it could be very useful in that sense. Uh, but uh, but it's not something I think that people um, could do all the time. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 